Hello, hello, hello. My name is Maze, and welcome to the Noise Podcast. So hello and welcome back to the Noise Podcast, where where it's a very special episode. You've already heard us sing. Now it is up for debate whether you can call it a birthday, because it hasn't been a year yet. But at the same time, it is a milestone episode. It is a milestone. Yeah. It's a milestone episode. But um, we're going to sing Happy Birthday and the miserable one. Mm. Naming no names. Factually obliging one. (laughs) (laughs) Factually obliging. My brother will appreciate that. Yeah. He loves a fact. He knows. He loves a fact. But it is the 10th episode of The Noise Podcast. And it's a a special one because it's been a while since the three of us, guys. So I've got Laura here and Matt once again. And... The three of us have not been on the podcast at the same time since episode six, I believe. Really? Episode six was the last time. Because then there was uh, the one where it was just me and you. Yeah. And then there was Gemma. That's it. And then there was Kevin, which Mm -hmm. you were on, Matt. I was on for that one. So I thought this time, it was episode 10, we're going to change it up a bit. Yeah. So we have got a guest on this episode, but Rob, Rob Westall is our guest and he's already been on. So I've already spoken to Rob. Is it because you wouldn't let us meet him? Are you afraid we'd embarrass Yeah, pretty much. You? Yeah, okay. pretty much. Probably Fair safe. Enough. No, yeah. but I thought it'd be nice to have both you guys on. So I thought I'll do the interview separately and then we can have this little time, this wonderful time together. So Rob's been on. That's great. So that's coming up later on. Fantastic. So uh, Rob Westall is a, a worship leader and a songwriter. So we had a really good chat because obviously we do a similar thing. So get to hear that later on. Now, we've been looking at the, the stats, of course, up to episode 10, and unfortunately, there's no new countries this time, oh. sorry, Law. I know you look forward to that. I do. And we haven't hit Azerbaijan yet. But it's the highlight of my month. We hold on to hope each and every time. We do. Um, we do. We'll get there, guys. We'll get, but we have it 1,000 listens in the UK alone. That's really good. So that's that's yeah. exciting. That's exciting. So keep it up, guys, you loyal listeners. I was just saying to these guys now that um, some of you who now see me in, in youth or whatever come up to me and say, hello, 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 my name's May. <laughs> so you're obviously listening and that's catching on. So that's really good. So thanks for that. Um, so the question is, it's episode 10. Yeah. It's a nice time to look back. I think we did a similar thing in episode five at the little milestone. So have you got any favourite episodes that you've listened to of the noise podcast or any favorite moments particular moments something that's made you laugh or a really good conversation that you thought was, was good what, what are you thinking because i've i've pre-prepared you for this so have you been thinking mm. yeah Matt hasn't. since no, I, I already had mine oh, very, it, good. I of mine. very good okay yeah. you go first then oh. ladies first well i mean since the five minutes before the podcast you prepped me for it i was thinking <laughs> um i it tickled me when I was listening back to it when I thought that Nepal was in Africa. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. And I was yeah. like, Lord, what are you doing? Um, but I think I, I just like I just like the banter. 
I just enjoy that. I think that's something lovely, isn't it? You know, as friends talking together and that's been my favourite. It is. And make yeah. sure we, we keep in the good banter for the podcast, isn't it, yeah, Matt? Yeah, exactly. Because you're wasting it, you I know, am. out and about, just an everyday conversation. I'm I like, save him, Matt. Save it for the podcast. Anyway, you said as soon as I asked, you had something in Ooh. mind. So that's intriguing. It's so. just, it's got to be the game that we played with Matt Bayless. Okay. And just that how angry good. he is and how much he wants to redeem himself. Yeah. <laughs> like, Matt, it I, didn't go well for him. So I'll give Matt Bayless a cheeky plug at this point. So yeah. Matt started his own podcast since. And I think when I went on his, he was still talking about yeah. that game. So he just can't let it go. But, you know, Matt, we'll next time we'll do an easier game. It was a tough one, to be fair, it was. Yeah. but it was very entertaining. It was very entertaining. Yeah, that's, that's mine. Yeah, I think, I mean, I'm a hypocrite because I've asked you and I can't even think myself because I've loved it all. You've had longer oh, to think. Everything's been your favourite. Everything's been my favourite. Oh, it's just been we're great. We're really going stuff. for that, are we? Yeah, we, we are. That's a joke. That's, that's a cop-out <laughs> cop answer, isn't it? Um, oh, okay, I did enjoy uh, Laura's rendition of The Lion Sleeps Tonight. <laughs> so I'm going to say that. I think that was the opening of episode eight. So if you haven't yeah, listened to too. that, go back. Yeah, I should it, get a Tony Award for you it. You should, you should. It was brilliant. So that was that was my little highlight. Um, but there's going to be many more highlights to come moving forward. So we're looking forward to what's coming up. So moving on, I thought I'd have a little chat with you guys because last night I was sleeping as you do. Yeah. And I, I think it wasn't last night. I woke up this morning early-ish and then I thought oh I can I can get another hour in yeah so I fell back asleep and because I was only half asleep I remembered the dream because apparently you dream every night but most of the time we just don't remember them but I had this bizarre dream so I was driving somewhere and I I don't know who was in the car there was people with me and um I was sort of driving around Ponty and then, you know, you know when you're explaining <laughs> dreams and it just starts not making sense. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I know I was in Ponty and I know I was, uh, I plucked wine down yeah. there. And all of a sudden, like, it wasn't Ponty anymore. No. <laughs> it just changed, you know, one of these. And then I'm driving down this road and I'm thinking, oh, I know where I'm going. And then whoever's in the car with me is like, no, it's not this way. And then I'm like, no, it is. <laughs> so then we, we keep driving. And then all of a sudden I realise that where I'm going... I the only way I can get there. <laughs> this is so weird. <laughs> the only way I can get there is I have to go through someone's house, <laughs> but like not in the car. Like I can't just no. try. So I had to get out the car, and then just casually walk through someone's house. Literally. So I didn't knock or anything. No. I just knew, and it was almost like oh, I've done this before. Yeah. I've 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 come this way before, so I just started walking through. This person's house, I was just opening doors. Oh my God. And then I sort of got to the bottom of the house where the exit was, and it was like the last door. But like, as I'm about to open the last door, I hear someone opening a door <gasps> to my right. Oh no. And it was like the owner of the house. Oh. So then I'm like terrified, oh. like, oh, what are they going to do? I'm in their house, I'm trespassing. And basically, this woman came out and she was just like, oh, hiya. she's like yeah carry on like you know you know you've been here before it was so weird you just break through all kind of social boundaries don't you when you have dreams but then there's still that knowing of like yeah yeah that's very weird is i was really bizarre but i don't know why it is that we have dreams like that no can you think of any like 
bizarre dreams that you've had or that you remember any like you know childhood dreams that so i mean i dream every night and my dreams are really vivid so the one i had last night oh you got a fresh i'll tell you what i had recurring when i was a child but um yeah so last night i dreamt i don't know quite know where i was i think i was in bible college but it, i was with the youth and then the youth were in the Bible college and they were learning something. And I, I I don't know. Anyway, so I look out of the door and, you know, you've got the castle, which isn't by the college at all. And it was another random castle and it was in Exeter. So there we are. It just shows how random it is. But we were in Cardiff. Um, and then I could see someone cooking. So they had like this giant pan on the stove. But then the silly people have put like a giant polystyrene like holder next to it. And I'm like, that's going to go on fire. That's going to go on fire. And lo and behold, the thing went on fire. Right. So there's this big fire now in the castle. <laughs> and I'm trying to get all the kids out to the Bible college because I'm like, right, you need to get. And then people can't open the door. And then when they finally opened the door, it's the right palaver. But I, yeah, it was fine in the end. They put the fire out, but it was just for that moment. It was a bit like, oh. It would have been really awkward if uh, when you managed to open the door, you walked into the house that Maze was in. Oh, can you imagine? <laughs> oh, imagine. Oh. There we go. But oh. you, you didn't have any, you didn't dream last night, did you? No. That you can remember. Oh, I mean, other than the rugby one I told you about. Where oh, yeah. Island beat Wales. Ireland, terribly. was it? Yeah. Oh. oh, that would be bad. Yeah. yeah. So you're, you're very into the World Cup at the minute, aren't you? Clearly. <laughs> yeah. And it's affecting your it's mental clearly affecting state. my psyche, you know? Yeah, but yeah. there we are. So that won't happen. I'm hoping that's not a prophetic no. dream. Yeah. Because uh, we want Wales to go all the way. Yeah, we do. I'd say we've, yeah, we we, do. all three of us have dreamt things that aren't going to happen. Yeah. You know? You're not going to through a random person's I hope not. I, I hope <laughs> not. But uh, Wales doing pretty well so far. We are. We're yeah. happy so far, aren't we? Yeah. Yes, very happy. So we got Uruguay coming up soon. Wait, when are they playing Uruguay? Well, this have already gone out. Is this Sunday? Saturday um, or Sunday. Sunday. So, okay. That will already have happened by the time this goes out. But hopefully they would have won. I hope so. And we need to win that to win the pool. Is that correct? To win to the guarantee. pool, yeah. mm. But we've, we, we've qualified to leave the group already. So, if Wales top the group, they will now play France, that's won't they? Him. Yeah. So, that's winnable, I think. Yeah. And then it gets tough after that. But, you know, take nothing for granted. But come on, Wales. Let's do it. Come on, Wales. So, um, we were, all right, was, uh, well, you were going to say that you had um, a childhood reoccurring oh, yeah. dream. So, so w- tell us about that. So, I would always dream this dream, and it would be so on the telly, there was this advert. I remember this advert, and it was like this woman, it was the start of, you know, like the BBC Two kind of trailer advert, and you've got like a two, you know, jumping up yes. and down. Mm. But this was like a woman painting, right? So, this would be the start of my dream. And then I dreamt there were these, this man and this woman, and they would just tickle me, and it was the worst thing ever. Honest to gosh, it was horrifying. And it was just, they would just tickle me. And it's that thing that, because I couldn't wake up. And yeah, I had no control. That was like my recurring dream. Did you have any of those? Like a like a yeah, recurring I had, nightmare? I had a recurring one when I was while I was thinking about it as a kid. Um, which was really weird. Do you know the uh in Beauty and the Beast, like the pipe organ? Oh yeah. Like that was chasing me down the hall. <laughs> yeah. Just that. That's it. I have, I have a similar one uh, that being chased. Yeah. Why do we have why is that? Why what, is it so a was pipe this organ? <laughs> I'm sorry. Were these people chasing you, trying to tickle you, Law, in yours? This is childhood trauma you're laughing at you, Laura. It is. It's I have a similar one. So you are the pipe organ chasing you. emotionally and she's laughing. She thinks that's weird. Mine's even worse. I'm really sorry. My reoccurring nightmare as a kid was I was being chased by a giant worm. <laughs> <laughs> this, 
I mean, I don't know why she's laughing at us, man. We're, <laughs> we're scarred it's, it's by these, aren't we? We're scarred by these it's just, it's memories. A big deal. I don't know why that. No, I don't know. Like, why? <laughs> like, it was enormous as well. It was terrifying. And, and it would it would happen, like, quite a bit that I had that reoccurring yeah, like me. Yeah. And I remember, oh, the, the funniest was my cousin. I remember this from when we were kids. Because <gasps> we were talking about these kind of weird dreams that we, we had. And I said about the giant worm. And um, he was saying, like, he had this dream where... <laughs> she's gone. <laughs> he had this dream where... Out. Um, this monster was chasing him <laughs> again, being chased. Yeah. I don't know what it is about uh, the childhood the psychology. Not, you know, maybe getting away or something. So that he's chasing him, this house up these stairs, and and in the end, you know, he um, <laughs> he runs out of stairs and he's stuck, oh, and this no. monster is sort of behind him, and then the monster in the end is just like, "Can we be friends <laughs> or something?" <laughs> <laughs> You're right. So he's like a friendly, friendly monster, like uh, Monsters Inc. There are Shout less intimidating Inc. ways to make friends than that. There yeah. are chasing people up the stairs. I feel like that. But like, if you look like a monster, there's not yeah. much you can do. No, it's a prejudice, isn't it? Mm, it is. There's a lesson in that. He just wanted to be friends. Yeah. Anyway, I think we should move on. Yeah. Because it's getting really I think strange, we know too much. and Laura's gonna just pass out soon oh, if she gosh. continues laughing so much. At our pain. Yeah. Um, oh, just, I'm there sorry. we are. We'll have to pray for her, Matt. <laughs> so at this point, we're going to uh, take a little break from this nonsense. And as I said earlier, the other day, uh, Rob Westall came down. And as I mentioned, he's a worship leader. He is a songwriter. He's been doing quite a bit of gigging and performing. Recently, he has released a album called Born to Worship. And we talk a little bit about that in this interview coming up. So Rob and I had a good chat, so we're going to listen to that now. So I'll hand you over to to past me and, and Rob. So enjoy this, and then we'll catch up afterwards. Okay, so I'm here now with Rob Westall. How are you doing, Rob? I'm very well, thank you, yeah. It's good to see you. It's good. First time I've met you in the flesh. Yeah, yeah. So it's good to see you, man. So You're just as good looking as your picture, by the way. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Did everyone hear that? Because obviously you can't see me, but you know, you've got to take Rob's word for it. Thanks, man. I'll pay you later. Um, so you've come on this on a very special episode. Episode 10. Happy birthday. Th- th- thank you. Happy birthday to the Noise Podcast, indeed. So- sorry I didn't bring any cake, by the way. Oh, that's all right. But next time, next time you'll know. But I didn't tell you it was a special episode until now. So maybe you can <laughs> pop out to Spa or something after this and grab me a cake. But um, we've got you here because um, we were introduced quite recently mm. by uh, Gavin. So Gavin, he's a big fan of like, he's a big supporter of Christian music, especially in yeah. South Wales. So he came to one of my gigs recently and I was chatting to him afterwards, and he said to me, oh, Maze, you should uh, get in touch with this guy, Rob. And I was like, oh, yeah, I think I've I've heard of him, because your concerts and stuff have been advertised on Facebook and whatever, and obviously we have a lot of friends in common. Yeah, yeah. Because we're both doing music stuff, worship stuff in South Wales. So I'd seen your concerts and a couple of your bit of your music beforehand so i thought oh, yeah that's great so yeah you got in touch later on which is brilliant and i said oh, well we've got to get you on the podcast first and foremost yeah. so i thought we'd chat about what you're up to um a bit about your music so well, what is it you're doing at the minute music wise so what's your vision and what are you up to at the minute yeah so um 
I suppose a good place to start, as with any stories, is to start at the beginning. <laughs> so, um, um, so I, I was a journalist for over a decade. So I worked um, South Wales Evening Post, South Wales Argus, and then ended up at BBC Wales for ages. Did radio. So I've got a good face for radio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you said you felt very at home when you, we set up the microphones and the cans, yeah. and you were like, yeah, but like back being radio. So. It's in a very impressive setup for, <laughs> for those of you you want to imagine it. It is a little bit like a radio studio, <laughs> but um, yeah. So I I was sort of working um, with BBC Sports. I was covering Premier League football, um, Wales rugby press conferences and stuff. Because I'm a sports fanatic. I love sport. And um, just really hope Wales can win the Rugby World Cup. That would come be on, amazing, wouldn't it? On. That would be amazing. So, um, yeah, anyway, um, I, I've always written songs, always been musical, um, performed at pubs and clubs, doing, you know, the cabaret rubbish <laughs> um, for years and years, in this neck of the woods, actually. And um, and then one night I got home from a, a late shift because I was working really weird hours at the time. And I'd started reading my Bible a lot more. Because of my shift patterns, I wasn't able to get to church most Sundays. And obviously, sport a lot of sport happens on a Sunday. Yeah. So I started doing this um, daily devotional thing. There's an app called Bible in One Year yeah. by Nikki Gumbel, who okay. yeah. does the Alpha course. If people are here to the Alpha course, it just introduces um, the Christian faith to you, basically. But they do like a, a daily Bible reading, and you go through the entire Bible in one year, and it's really good. And that's exactly what I needed. So I was consistently reading it, probably more so than when I was working regular hours. I had more time, ironically. Yeah. And um, and then through that, I, I kind of got home. I had a bit of an encounter um, with God and picked up my guitar and I was worshipping. And um, a song just came out of nowhere. I've always written songs, but at the time I wasn't writing worship songs, songs that you would sing in a congregational church setting, if you know what I mean. So I've always written songs. And, um, but they weren't worship songs, songs that you'd sing in a church, you know what I mean? That, um, and they, they were always about my life, which obviously had an element of faith about it because I'm a Christian and stuff. So, um, got home, the song dropped out of nowhere. I knew exactly what the song was about. It was about the cross. Didn't have the lyrics, but I had the melody that, you know, the thing that you sing over the song, um, the chord structure, everything, the chorus bridge verse everything it just came in like a well, next to no time and i was like oh that doesn't normally happen yeah um this is what's going on here and it was in as i said it was in a sort of spiritual moment so i was actually worshiping so i i, I thought well i better ask what's going on here and um as a as a christian um i pray to god so i talk to god and also God speaks to me, and that might sound a bit wacky, but through reading the Bible, which is God's word, um, you know, he, he can speak to us through that. And also through, you know, lots of other things as well. And this is going to sound really weird to people who perhaps don't understand or know, but um, just roll with it a minute. <laughs> um, and I just felt that God say, look, I'm going to, I've, I've observed you, you've been consistently just putting into practice what, you know, I've been giving you. And now I'm going to give you songs and I want you to write them and I want you to keep it simple and I, I want it to focus on me and point people towards me. And that was basically it. And I suppose if I had to put it in a sentence, it's sort of songs inspired by God that help his people, Christians um, or others, express their hearts to him. Because ultimately worship songs are cool and all that, 
but ultimately what God wants, what he desires is our own expression, our own words. So it's, it's sort of like if you're in a relationship, uh, with your girlfriend or something, she's going to want you to say how you feel. Um, you could sing songs and read poetry, but they're not your words. They're other people's words. You could say those words and then off the back of it say, do you know what? I like that poem because I see that quality in you and I love you, that kind of thing. So it, that, that's kind of the the sort of, that was that was it. And, and then I just cracked on with it then and just wrote and wrote and wrote. And the song just came, I mean, I, I as I said earlier, I've written songs for years, but it was unbelievable. It's just so prolific. Um, it's calmed down a bit now. <laughs> I've got three kids for goodness sake, but um, um, and then the uh, the al- I played the first song at church at Gateway Church, Abergavenny, I lead worship, and um, it went ballistic. I played the song, and the 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 response just blew me away. So um, the first song that I mentioned, um, I sort of downloaded, so to speak. It was called "Thank You Jesus," and um, I. I said I didn't have the lyrics, so a couple of months later, so even though I had the song and it was all there and everything else, um, we'd moved to Abergavenny from Swansea, um, where I'm originally from, that area, and um, I felt a prompting to go and sit down at the computer and write the lyrics. Now, at the time, I was working for the BBC, so I thought, this has got to be Pulitzer Prize winning. This has got to be really, you know, profound lyric, because this is about the cross, because, you know, I knew what the song was about, as I said yeah. earlier. And I got the computer, and then I remembered, actually, no, I've been told to keep it simple, and uh, I could go down that way and overcomplicate things like we always do in life, but I've got to keep it simple. And then I just felt, God just say, just, just write. And the first word came out, and first line came out, and it was, um, I'm forgiven because of you, I can walk free. You took the blame instead of me. And I was like, oh, it's too basic, it's too basic. I carried on, finished it, um, run it past the pasta. He said, yeah, go for it, bro. And then um, played it. And I always worry about the words. I, I, I over worry about everything. So I assume the worst as well. So if any, if there's been a mistake, I, I always assume, oh, it's my fault. Or did I do that? Was it right. me? So... Um, so we played it at church. Um, as I said, it took off. People started singing it as if they'd known it for years, which is, that doesn't always happen with the no, new song. A, that is the sign of a good congregational worship song, though, is that people pick it up almost instantly. So that's yeah. a good sign. No, it was it was mad. And um, and that blew me away a little bit. Not that it's about, you know, it's my song kind of thing at all, but it was just encouraging. And then um, one of the elders got up after we'd finished the worship time, just after we finished the worship time, and uh, as I said, I worry about things. So one of my biggest fears is the words and that I've got it wrong somehow. So it it was like perhaps it was heretical or, you know, which means, you know, it's going against scripture and it's not in line with the Bible and, and what Christians believe and that kind of thing. Um, misleading then, I suppose, is a better word. So um, anyway, the elder girl up on the stage, I've known him for years, and he goes, let's get the words up on the, on the screen first song I thought oh my gosh I've done something wrong that's my first thought oh my word in front of 250 people this is not good <laughs> and he and he, he pointed at it and he read the words out and this does normally happen um so that was, that was why it was a bit weird as well and and then he said those words just cut through it made me cry and uh 
the elder who did it is a, well he's he's a relation by marriage of mine and a very close friend one of my best friends and he's hard as nails and he doesn't cry do you know what i mean so yeah. it was uh whoa and then um so the, the way that people responded to it in singing it that and then afterwards tons of people coming up like some of them in tears not saying how awful it was but saying oh my gosh that really spoke to me about this that and the other and and I think that was just an encouragement I needed to carry on and to bring the songs I'd written because I'm conscious when I lead worship that it's not about me, it's about God and I want to point people towards God and point people towards Jesus and help them to express their hearts. So it was kind of like, yeah, bring what I give you, bring the songs I'm giving you because I've given them to you to share. And that's always a constant battle because you've got to check yourself because yeah. is this about me? Is it about excited about a new song? Or, but anyway, the the I carried on that process. As I said, I wrote prolifically and kept sharing. And I, I think I found there's only one that really struggled. But all the songs would get picked up really easily. They would sing them as if they'd been singing them for years. And um, that's been the case wherever I played them actually. And and it's like whoa, you know, that's mad. And. Um, and also the lyrics as well, people would come up and say, oh, this happened. And, and it just really encouraged me. But actually thinking about it, if you are downloading direct from a direct stream and then you're sharing, that's going to happen if you think about it logically. Mm. Um, and um, so then people were saying, oh, where, where can we get these songs? You know, I can't find it anywhere. And so um, the album idea was born and uh, prayed into and then... Um, I recorded an album which was out in April the twelfth, and it's all it's sort of modern contemporary worship songs, but they're catchy. Yeah. Um, and I've on the record, I've deliberately done it like a work of art in terms of I, I wanted a, a sort of soundtrack type feel, lots of orchestration. I wanted it to sound as best as it could. And the opening track has actually got an organ and then there's like a rip sound that comes in and that represents the ripping of the temple curtain. So in in when Jesus died on the cross, the the curtain of the temple was torn in two. It was a very thick curtain. And that that was basically God saying, Look, through Jesus, you can enter freely into worship and you can worship me and there's a direct line of communication through Jesus yeah. if you have faith in Jesus. Yeah. So that that was representing a kind of picture I had about the whole project, which was God saying, look, the throne room doors are open. You can come into the throne room. I'm on the throne. Chuck those white robes on by there because, uh, you know, you're wearing rubbish rags. But don't don't mess about. Chuck them on and come on in. I want to I wanna meet with you. And, and that was what I had ahead of all of the project, really. I didn't have, I didn't have a title in mind. I, I just, I kind of trusted... Because normally, if you're doing an album, you would think, "Oh yeah, it's, this is the this is what it's about." But I didn't. I because of the way the songs had come. I'd come home from work, a song would drop. I'd pick up the guitar for ten minutes, and then get it down. Some of the lyrics would come out in ninety seconds. I just write them, just boosh. In in when I while I was worshiping, by the way, I got to put that in there. Um, and then he'd share it, and then stuff would happen. And like I said, it's just downloading stuff and. I just knew that because of the because of the way in which I was writing the songs and the way in which they were coming, that somehow there would be a a, a thread through it or a, a title would come out of all that. Yeah. Even though it seemed quite random, I was just recording them as they came along, 
And then Born to Worship is one of the lines in, in one of the songs is called At Your Feet We Fall. And um, it's sort of like what I was saying earlier. We've got, well, everyone's got a plan and purpose in their life. God has got a plan and purpose for you, sorry, in in your life. Uh, so like we can go down lots of different roads and choose lots of different careers and lots of different paths, lots of different relationships. And, you know, we, we can do that. We are free to do that. But ultimately, it's like, actually, what do you want, God? Because what you've got for me is a perfect plan and a perfect purpose. And the reason, you know, we are here, I believe, is to worship God and to have a relationship with him. And we are born to worship. And that is a line in the song. And it just leapt out. Yeah, I, I noticed why, that because yeah. I was actually listening to your album before you turned up. So I, thought, <laughs> I listened to a couple of songs, but I'd not listened to the whole thing. So I thought, oh, yeah, I yeah. better have a listen to this before actually Rob turns up. Good research. So I was listening to it. <laughs> and then I actually did notice that Born to Worship line in that song. And I thought, oh, that must be where that title of the album came from. So in one sense, it was. But obviously, I do agree with you that in one sense, if we are born to worship, that's why God has created us is to glorify him, really. Mm. Um, and the Bible tells us, doesn't it, that, you know, all things come from him and they're made for him. So we are, in one sense, born to worship each, each and every one of us. So they, what you're writing is for churches. You want to write songs that people can use to worship God. Is that your heart? Um, Yeah, I mean, at the moment, yeah. I mean, that's um, you just got to do what you told to do i suppose yeah and, and that's the plan at the moment that's that's what i'm called i suppose to do at the moment um as i said before i wrote lots of different types of songs so it was like more general comments on life like war in afghanistan and stuff like that and and um there were other songs i've got songs which are from god's point of view to us and then with a worship response so um so like it could be yeah so some god's like voice talking to you sort of thing so you know i love you i made you that kind of thing and then when you hear something like that as a christian i don't know about you but when if, when you the preach or the sermon and and uh, something that the preachers sought prayed about and got from god to share with the congregation this is what i believe god is saying to you for your life for your benefit when god speaks to you in that way I, you know it causes me to want to respond because otherwise what's the point if I just sit there and do nothing I don't put it into action it doesn't become real so um the the sort of songs I've got from God's point of view I always have a worship response chorus to sort of help people to respond to what he's saying so if the if the lyric is I love you you're awesome um don't worry kind of thing this it could be like thank you Lord thank you you know, you know sort of a yeah a that's a really good idea yeah. actually so, and um and I like what you're saying that you're called to do that for now because mm. I think we can get trapped into, oh, well, this is what I'm supposed to do, so yeah. now I'm going to have to do this forever. Yeah. But actually, it could just be a season, couldn't it? Yeah. And that's actually a really healthy way to look at it, that this is what you're called to do for this season. And then down the line, who knows? Yeah, maybe yeah. you'll get called to to write a different type of song. So, you know, maybe you'll be called to do something completely different yeah, outside yeah. of music. And I think that as well sometimes. But it's interesting when you were talking about that first song you wrote that you just, it just came to you. Mm. And it's very similar to my experience when I started uh, writing songs after I'd come to faith. Um, and the first song I wrote was called Calling Us Home, which is the name of the first EP. 
And that was another one where I just sat down by the piano and this song, just 15 minutes, I think it took to write the music and the lyrics. And I thought that's never happened before. But it's almost like you were saying people are coming up to encourage you after you shared that first song. It's like God encourages us to start with to to show us this is what i want you to do and i wish i could say like you that the rest of the songs came and i just downloaded (laughs) them but it was been a lot of graft in writing these songs since but it's just that first moment very similar to yourself in that it just almost was written for us by by the holy spirit and in one sense you can't really take the credit for in 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 that sense because you know i believe that he's gifted us and we're simply giving back to to him. Yeah, it's like um, I'm a big fan of uh, Noel Gallagher. Um, I think he's a fantastic songwriter and I saw an interview with him and, and he was saying that um, when a song comes, it's like it's fallen from heaven and he's got to grab it there and then. Otherwise, Chris Martin from Coldplay might get it. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it's kind of like that was kind of my experience with this album. However, there is graft involved. Yeah. So... Um, it just depends where that comes in the process. So at your feet we fall, which the title is in, in the lyrics. <laughs> it's not a title song, you know what I mean? But um, I had the, the chord progression. I had the melody that you sing over the top. I knew what it was about. Didn't have the lyrics for ages. I It took a year. Right. Because the whole process of recording took two years. But um, um, yeah, it was... Yeah, that that was hard graft. And then there was phase one month where I wrote a line of the first verse, one a week. And I felt that that was God saying, hey, it's not going to be this easy all the time. I've shown you what to do, but I want... It was kind of like a seek him for it as well. So you wanted me to delve a bit deeper. So, yeah. so throughout the whole process, it's kind of like, for me, songwriting is part of my relationship with him. And, and that's where the songs are born and birthed and, and come out of really. And then that's, that's kind of what it is really. And it wasn't always like that, I suppose. Yeah, no, but it's it's a, almost like a, a smaller picture of the Christian life in that you've got to rely on God, but it, we can't just sit and do nothing. It's, it's about yeah. hard work as well. And it's having that balance. Um, so maybe God is teaching you that in this process and um, moving forward, you know, it's not like you say, every song's not just going to fall from the sky. No great when it does yes amazing but at the same time <laughs> you know you're called to write these songs so sometimes it's, it's just about sitting down thinking and writing so when you're sitting down because i'm sure you've had this question a lot because a lot of people ask me as a songwriter so when you sit down to write a song do you have the the melody first do you, <laughs> have, do you have this all the time as well do you have the uh... melody first do you have the words first like do people ask you this all the time? Because I get it all the time. Yeah, and I've also heard it in lots of interviews with other songwriters. Okay. It's, it's like a, the people question, are, yeah, isn't it? very interested. So yeah. for you, obviously you said about the first song, you had the the melody and you knew what it was going to be about. You didn't have the lyrics. So in that in that instance, you had the melody first. Yeah. Is that always the case with you? or? Um, I'm probably thinking about this now. Um, normally, I mean, the, the actually, the one thing about this this album was... Um, I wrote differently. Um, so my, I remember when I when I moved to Swansea um, from Abergavenny years ago. Um, I want, I I felt quite depressed. I was, I was in the, in the house, new new city, new place, new job, 
And uh, my when, before I moved, I'd always call the pastor or call, you know, a close friend from church and say if they can meet for coffee. So I called the, the pastor at my church once. He said, oh, I can't meet you. Sorry, I'm busy. <laughs> but what I want you to do is pick up your guitar and worship. Because when you respond like that in situations like this, all of heaven rejoices with you. And I, I got off the phone instead of feeling a bit gutted, which I was when he said he couldn't meet me at first, to like, yeah, picked up the guitar and ended up writing a song. <laughs> Amazing. And um, so my my sort of way of writing songs was always pick up the guitar, have a mess about with a few chords, or this is before the album and before everything changed, have a, have a bit of a worship and see what comes out. Because in, um, I don't know how it is with you, but when in the church I grew up in, in the worship band, there'd be a lot of free space time and you'd play off the cuff, a lot of improvisation. You'd sing over chord progressions, which I, I, I suppose thinking about it is a form of songwriting in itself. And you yeah. sing spontaneously, you know, praises to God from your heart and stuff. And um, so, yeah, I've, I've written with guitar, um, normally chord progression and a melody in my head over the top. But with this one, because I was working shifts, I um I was on the train a lot and the shift patterns didn't tally with the wonderful rail service we have in Wales. <laughs> so uh, there's a lot of waiting around. And I got an app on my phone called Gar- Gar- Garage Band, I should say. <laughs> <laughs> Garage Band for, for those of you who don't understand my American accent, even though it sounded Australian. <laughs> but um, yeah, it, and, and on that, it was just so simplified. So if I... I just messed about on that really and messed about with some of the songs and actually raining me the first song on the album gosh it sounds really similar to the garage band really? iphone version wow which is mad um and the producer couldn't believe that i'd done that on the phone and it wasn't because yeah. i'm amazing or nothing it was just pure fluke it was just oh, it's quite mess, impressive mess, though, messing about like i couldn't even do it on a computer so that is impressive but what that did it opened up a whole new world so um so like you can write a basic song on a on a guitar or piano and have a vocal melody over the top and, and that's cool but then I like the artistry of thinking about what it would be like on a recorded album and yeah there's live as well there's a different element again but I love the trying to create trying to explore new sounds so with with the app I would be like messing about with sounds I would never go to in a million years otherwise and I, I suppose that's what helped define the sound of the album and that's what give it a clear direction really of what I wanted and what the vision was for the sound of it. Yeah, great. So, but so. yeah, it is quite interesting to hear different songwriters, how they go about it, because we're all different and we all write in different ways. Oh, I mean, for instance, if you played me something on, on the piano or guitar, yeah. another way would be, oh, I'll keep playing that in a minute and then I'd listen for a melody to come That's and then it. I'd sing over the top. Yeah. And it'd be like, I'd be singing rubbish over the top of it. And then... And then something will come... And then the next thing, click, oh, yeah. that's about this. And then That's I'd, it. Yeah. Yeah, it is a process. It's trial and error a lot of it with songwriting. Because didn't you write a song about a washing machine or something? A fridge freezer, a fridge yeah. freezer, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe that one was sent from heaven, who knows? Well, I mean, Paul McCartney yesterday, it was scrambled eggs or something, I think. Yeah, it was scrambled eggs. So he thought, I can't... I, and that's in the 60s before they had iPhones to record their song ideas on. So he's yeah. like, I've got to remember this. You the know? melody. Scrambled eggs it was, yeah. I think it was scrambled eggs. So, you know, we all write songs about random stuff sometimes but it's just a bit of fun isn't it and it's just holding your craft and the more you write the better hopefully you'll get it i think 
Uh, that's what I try and do anyway. Just keep writing. A lot of songs people will never hear. Yeah. But that's okay. Thankfully, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which is a good thing. But then those couple of ones that are okay, then you can share those, which is great. So uh, with yourself now looking forward, what is it that you're looking to do over the next year or two? What, what do you want this music to do? Where do you want to be? Um, so what are you thinking moving forward now in the next couple of years? Well, funnily enough, I've just done a spreadsheet <laughs> with a plan, which is subject to change with yeah, an, an asterisk. Yeah, it's good to plan ahead. So, um, the yeah, so at the moment I've been recording a Christmas song, which um, if we can get it done in time, we finish the, um, so we get the song idea, get the structure done, and then there's like about three or four demos before we go into the studio. Um, so, yeah, just funnily enough, finished the pre-production demo that yesterday. So the next phase is going into the studio then. Hopefully they'll be released digitally in late November, early December. It's cool. called Saviour of the World. Nice. And there's a bit of collaboration on it with Steve Quantic, who's who plays guitar with me and uh, is an awesome guitar player. Um, he, he's in the worship band at City Temple Church in Cardiff. Um, and I, I'd had this song for ages and uh, it was it's sort of like a carol. Well, it was. It was a traditional carol type vibe to it. And... Um, and very choral, so there's going to be some choir on there, hopefully, if I can get enough people involved. And and then he came came along, we had a jam, I showed him the song, and then he said, oh, what about this? And he had a bridge, and he was like, oh, yeah, because I was so far into the song, and I'd lived with that song for two years, I'd written it two years ago, but finished it more recently, if that makes sense. Because um, I record everything, any idea, any songs, works in progress, they're all recorded, yeah. and you tend to go back to them sometimes and yeah. then... That's definitely a tip I would give someone yes, who wants to get into songwriting. Write everything down or record yes. it on your phone because you will forget. Yeah, and and you might need a chorus for something, and a chorus out of an average song that you wrote years ago could work really well in this in an awesome song and make it amazing. Yeah. So I've found that a few times, but um, yeah. So the Christmas single. To, sorry, I'm waffling loads. I realised that. <laughs> um, yeah, Christmas single is next. Then next year um, we're going to do a tour of the album um, with a few new songs as well, because um, we've got shed loads of songs. And um, yeah, so the Born to Worship tour, and that'll be who, whoever will have us, I suppose, across the UK and beyond. And um, it's just basically getting the songs out there because. Yeah very small number of people know about them in Abergavenny and and the various places I've played so far um and then we will be recording some um the the idea was to do a, another album because we've got the songs but I think it's going to be more like EPs every quarter type thing perhaps yeah okay just to get the constant just get the music out there and get it out because uh, there's so much of it coming thick and fast. Yeah, it's tough, isn't it? Sometimes so, to choose are we going to do an EP? Is this going to be an album? Yeah. I suppose if you've got the songs, it's always tempting to just release them all at the same time but then like you say if you're just releasing a little bit but often then people are always hearing new things and yeah. hearing fresh content which is great so if people want to follow you find you uh, online and stuff where can they do that yeah um so i think my handle for <laughs> instagram facebook and twitter is at rob westall music which is R-O-B and then West A-double-L. Because <laughs> people always put a H in it for some reason. Interesting. I think it's because I try and put a posh voice on and say yeah. West Hall. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, there's a website, www.robwestallmusic.com, 
And uh, yeah, the, I try and update that as much as possible. Best bet though, Facebook and Twitter is normally the best bet. Great. And then your album Born to Worship is on Spotify. Is there anywhere else we can find that? Yeah. Have you got hard copies of that? Or? Yes. Um, you can get so those you from take the that website. With you when you travel and you sell that. Yeah, live events you can get that, and also on via the website you okay. can order it. And um, there's it's it's everywhere. iTunes, Amazon. That's the digital version. Um, yeah, and and also if if people are in worship bands and want to use any of the songs, I've got the stems as well. So, I mean, next year there'll be there'll be lots of more sort of. I'm hoping to do some songwriting workshops, teaching seminars, that kind of thing, and oh, cool. a lot more collaboration with people. And my one of my heart through this is, I said, you know, songs inspired by God to help His people express their hearts to Him. So it's, it's helping songwriters wherever they're at in the journey. And even if people think they're not musical, because I, I didn't class myself as musical until a few years ago, which is ridiculous looking back. That's just part of me being silly. Um, is basically wherever you're at, if you think you're not musical, if you're not musical at all and can't play an instrument, you could still make up a tune in the shower or, you know, you're making a cup still of tea. Put some words together, yeah, can't yeah. yeah. And that doesn't have to be released on an album or anything, no. but there's a few tips and things that I've did. I did a seminar at Gateway Church Bible School last December where we all wrote a song together in the congregation as part of the session. Um, just practical tips for people to help them express themselves because as British we, uh, we're not very good at expressing ourselves. No, we're not. But that sounds really exciting. So it's not just you're looking to expand from... Uh, just writing to help other people and travel so there's a lot planned for you for next year yeah it's going to be a big one yeah good um yeah a lot lots going on awesome so make sure guys that you go on facebook and and follow rob and see where he's performing i don't know you know yet where you're going to be i'm going to clear so yeah so just keep an eye out and if you can catch him i'm definitely wanting to come to one of your shows next year when you know where you're going um, see what it's all about to so see the live experience there is a there's a big one and i'm i just remembered i'm gonna get lamblasted if i don't mention go this. on go on <laughs> go on now's your time now's yes your time. so um yes yeah, so there is a big event um i'm playing um saturday the 23rd of november at the warehouse church in newport um there's a, a movement called homegrown worship they've got 40 christian worship songwriters on their books um, and I've been invited to perform three of my songs at this event with other people. Lolita Gill, who's a South African-born singer, songwriter. Her voice is absolutely amazing. Uh, she worships in Bristol, leads worship in a church in Bristol. Um, there's an event in Newport that I'm involved in on Saturday the 23rd of November. You can get tickets through the Homegrown Worship website. I'll put it all on my social media as well if people want to come along. But it's called Feast in His Presence. And um, the, the upshot of this is you've got songs from different people. There's a night of worship, new, fresh songs that people can learn, take back to their churches. But also afterwards, they've got artisan food makers making delicious food for everyone to, to feast on. So spiritually, there's a feast. And then you can see what they've done. Yeah, <laughs> as is the church way. It's all yeah, about yeah. worship it's and food. food. It's got to be food, worship food. That sounds amazing. Yeah, so, so I'll try and get um, to that if I can. But um, so yeah, just keep an eye out because you'll be posting stuff if you've got events coming on. So make sure you go follow Rob on social media and check out Born to Worship on Spotify or go on the website and, and get a CD. But thank you so much, Rob, for being on the Noise Podcast. Pleasure. And um, look forward next year. Hopefully we'll do some music stuff together. Yeah. Who knows? Hey, and happy birthday again. Thank you. Thank you. I'll go so, get a cake. Thanks, but you run off to get a cake now and we'll chat to you again, I'm sure. Cheers, Rob.
so that was Rob Westall. Really nice guy. Yeah. And he's doing awesome work as well. Uh, it's cool to like know that there's actually quite a lot of people in Wales now writing new mm. worship stuff. And that, you know, it's great to sing all the Bethel and Hill song and Elevation, etc., etc. But I think it is really cool that we've got people yeah. in Wales writing yeah. original music. So... Um, as we said, if you get a chance to, to go listen to Rob and some of these guys, why not go and support mm. what they're trying to do, you know? Um, that would be great. But no, we had a really good chat and um, hopefully we'll have him on again sometime. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I say this to everyone, but if you did that, then you just, you'd never have anyone new on. But um, it's great. That, I mean, we've had so many good guests, yeah. even in the first 10 episodes. Um, yeah. yeah, I've been really... Uh, cool to chat to lots of different people with different backgrounds hear their stories so really looking forward to seeing who we can get on in the next few episodes but um for us now just to close i thought we'd chat a little bit because this week we went uh three of us went to see a film we often talk about films on this uh podcast and mm-hmm. now you get a chance to um because it is well well what were we saying is that this film isn't actually based in the DC universe, but it's, it's very it's closely inspired linked. Inspired by characters. Yes. Inspired. So. so, I mean, would you count it as a DC film? I I, I would, you see. I lean more towards a yes, but at the same time, I don't feel right Because yeah. the, the last Hardly. big film we talked about was Avengers. Avengers, yeah. And you got slightly embarrassed because we took a vote. Yeah. Shaming, and it was, was very embarrassed. shaming. You were the mm. uh, like one in twenty five person who picked DC over Marvel. Yeah, I was. But you know, stick to your you, guns. I, I stand firm in my convictions. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. You know? But I mean, you've probably guessed it by now. We went to see Joker. We did, which is one of the biggest films out at the minute. We have slightly different opinions on this. It would be interesting to talk yeah. about. So, we do what did you think then? Because you're the DC. Mm. fan law so you what did you think see this is a thing because it was interesting because i was the only girl and they were it was how many boys one two four. three four boys and me and it was because a lot of the boys like they, they kind of thought well there's not enough action in it I think it was only me, to be fair. It was only you, was yeah. it? All right. My preconceived um, idea. I think, preconce- I think Adrian might have agreed. I think yeah. Adrian agreed, didn't he? But see, I, I really liked the whole... You know, the films I like is when they get into people's psyche and it's that kind of yeah, it was psychological. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you the plot. Yeah, no, that's not that's um, not really a spoiler. No, so just be careful with that. I'll be very careful. Otherwise, you'll do a Gemma. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. that was a big one. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Gem. She's probably still feeling bad about that. Um, but no, I. It was dark. It was very dark, but I quite liked it. That, that, I don't know what that says about me. But it, yeah, I enjoyed it. And I thought the way they portrayed the character was very clever. I thought different... I'm trying not to give it away. Um, but I thought like different mannerisms that he had and the way they were explaining those. Also, the way they were talking about mental illness was interesting. I think they, there was a line in there that said... Um, the worst part of how about having mental illness is to pretend like you don't or something like that. And I thought, oh, because then we're talking more about mental health. That was quite a 
interesting statement to make. I really enjoyed the film and I thought the actor played it. Was it Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix? Phoenix? Yeah. Incredible actor. Yeah, it was a great performance. Absolutely incredible actor. And I, yeah, I really value acting like that. I thought it was insane. So, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And Robert De Niro was in it as well, which he I was. did not expect. No. Yeah, I, I, I thought it was great. And Robert De Niro didn't play a massive part in this one, did he? No, but, but he it was, was quite cool. It was quite an important one. It was. Yeah. So that was, yeah, it was interesting. So yeah. what did you think, Matt? What's your thoughts? The difference of opinion doesn't come from me and Laura, though. No. Because I, I agree with her. Which is... Very wholeheartedly. Yeah, very which is a good. change for you two. But I've, but I've always said even... The last time you like cat and dog, yeah, even, to break you up. Even with the Marvel, you know, being far superior, uh, I do think that Joker is the best villain in any comic book. Yeah, mm. he's a great ever. villain. Like, it's a like complex, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And those sort of origin stories mm. are quite interesting because mm. like you say, Lord, like he's got these mannerisms so they sort of had a thing like why that would come about or yeah. like how he's ended up that way. Um, and he was really interesting. Like the only thing for me is because I went in with a certain expectation and that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. When you go in expecting one thing because I'm thinking more of like, you know, Joker in Dark Knight or whatever. Yeah. And all like more action packed things, then I was like, I don't know, just it wasn't what I expected. So that's not to say that it wasn't good because it, it was brilliant. Yeah. But I was ex- expecting something different. So that's like being let down by my own expectations, really. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I think it's better to, with anything, if you're going without any expectations and just let the film be what it yeah. is rather than have your expectation and then. Just because it didn't, it wasn't Never what you true. thought, yeah. then all of a sudden you're disappointed. You shouldn't be because yeah. it was a really good film. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I've done that all the time, and uh, you know, if 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 someone's hyped up a film so much, oh, that's the worst. No. Yeah. It's very difficult to live up you to can it because mm. you feel like you're yeah. you're inevitably going to be disappointed because it's hard to live up to the hype. Um, and it's only a few films that actually do when you finally go and see it. But I, like the Dark Knight trilogy is. Is one I would say. Yeah. Um, so fair play to DC. Yeah. We give you some props. It I was think, really good. I think they need to capitalize on the character now, though. I think they should add it to the actual DC comic book universe if they if they want to really capitalize on the the hype around the film now. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's a lot of hype. And I think it'd be a good idea. It's interesting that that you brought up law about how they talked about mental health because yeah. it was World Mental Health Day yesterday, it was. wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so as we're recording this, so that was the the tenth of the tenth was World Mental Health Day, um, and I think it's really good that the there is so much. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, awareness yeah. being raised about this uh, because that quote from the film is like uh, the worst part about having mental illness is people expect you to act mm. like you don't. Yeah, and I think it is true, but I think over the last, especially I don't know year or two we've seen a massive increase in awareness in people speaking out and i think that's a good thing it's so important mm-hmm. it's so important just to talk because you know especially i know with young men now the the suicide rate is so high and the fact that away more awareness is being raised is fantastic but it is the thing you just have to talk just find somebody and talk to them um someone you trust but it's so important. Yeah. So important. Because if and you can save a life, that's everything. Absolutely. And in in the church as well. Yeah. Because I think sometimes people feel like, oh, I don't want to say that I'm struggling with this and that. 
because people might think I'm less spiritual than I am and I know I just need to, you know, take it to God and whatever. Yeah. But, you know, melting illness is just like a physical illness. Exactly. You know, there's nothing, you can't help it. It's, an, it's okay to talk about it. It is. Um, and I'll always like try and get that point across if I'm mm-hmm. preaching or whatever. But I mean, then again, I myself won't always talk if I'm struggling. Yes. Yeah. But I don't know what it is. I don't know what that barrier is. Um, but we just need to get over that, I guess, and find people who we can trust and can confide in. Um, and I thought it was good, like seeing all the posts yesterday. Yeah. Um, yeah. It is really encouraging and really, it is a good thing. But at the same time, it's, it's actually talking about it then is a mm. different thing. So I think we can all do a bit better with letting our guard down a little bit and just talking yeah. openly with people. So just to encourage you guys to to do that, you know, if there's anything on your heart, find someone, um, you know, find a church or find someone who can talk to. Um, if you know us, like any of us will be happy to talk to yeah. you, of course, as well. Yeah. So um, that's just thought I'd raise that as you did and uh, as Mental Health Day was yesterday. It's really good, really good stuff. So we're coming to the end of episode 10. Um, so glad we've been able to do 10 episodes. Wow. So um, the first of the first 10 of many, hopefully. So you know what's coming up by this point. Um, we've, I've got the dice in my hand and these two have been looking up jokes. Mm. So these are fresh off, off the press. I've, I've had one for a while, but the dice has not landed on well, me let's hope the it's dice today it's not, it's not been kind so what what, what do you reckon um the best joke has been in the first nine episodes the one that sticks in my head is the one about the prawn again see yeah that that was the funniest there we are there we are what do you think matt it's the only one i can remember this see it's it. memorable but i think, see, I think it was because it was laugh. just such a long wind up <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, for it a was, very little pitch. It was, it was a big build-up, yeah. and it was very it was disappointed. Like very one. disappointed. There we are. So, so let's ask Laura first. What numbers do you want? I go three and four. Three and four, going down the middle. Yeah, Matt. One and two. One and two. Okay. One and two. Here we go then. So I'm five and six. Three, four, one, two. Here we go. To tell the joke, to finish the podcast on the tenth, tenth. Episode, tenth episode, the big responsibility is going to fall on. Rats. Oh, Matthew Jones. That's a one. So, what have we got? Because you said you had one, you changed it. So, yeah, I feel a lot more tense about this now that we've built it up for <laughs> the 10th episode. Not gonna lie, I just thought I've got a joke I can get through. Don't it, worry, you know? just when you say just, you feel tense about the joke, that that makes me quite tense as well. Yeah, it's but not the just, joke, it's just oh, will it live up to 10 oh, episodes? Oh, right, yeah. okay, you know what I mean. But just remember, sure you know, there's no pressure, no. it's just a joke. It's just if you mess it if up, it's not it's, funny, yeah. then you've ruined the 10th episode, yeah. and people will probably never listen again. So, go on, man, go on, but okay. <laughs> uh, so public service okay public service announcement Who, whoever has stolen my Microsoft my Microsoft office you know please uh, please know that I will find you you have my word hey. <laughs> I like that that's good I feel like they could uh, build okay. on that and try and fit in the other the Microsoft other ones, office yeah. programs maybe we can work on that for next time oh, yeah. oh there we go there we go and publish us Difficult. I'll work on that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll work on it for episode 12 or something. Yeah, cool, cool. Okay, so episode 12, we're going to have Matt's final Microsoft Office joke. That's pretty good. That is good. I'll give yeah. you that. Well I'll give you that. I'll give Very you that. Good. Now, I'm I'm still waiting and I've 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 stolen a, a joke off one of my friends. So 
I, I, and I thought it was funny. So we'll have to wait and see we, with the dice. Oh. Has no favourites. What can I say? So I'm glad it's ended up. You've done a few recently, actually, haven't you? Because we had the Hawaiian yeah. pizza one recently as well. And I'd not heard that one I before. I think that was before I went on my two-episode hiatus. Though. Hiatus. I think that was back in, like, episode five or six. Yeah. So. I mean, who knows when we'll see you next? I don't know. It could oh. be episode 20. It could be. Returning we might, guests. We might never see you again. All right. After that, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. We will. I'm sure you'll be on soon. We'll see how how this worked with the the interview in the middle. Yeah. And us doing the little bookend each way. Hmm. This could be a. See how it works. Uh, we see how it works yeah. we like to mix things up and if it works we'll carry on but thank you very much you guys for joining me on episode Always 10 a pleasure. Um, yeah. and because Matt didn't sing at the start now he's going to do a solo oh, to no sing us out think about um, oh, Lame is on my own that's I, a good I, one I, I don't know what Lame is oh um, Did you, do, are you into musicals at all or have you got a favourite musical are you not a big no, musical theatre fan no I've Who seen like I've seen like fan. the the classic you know Greece Mamma Mia things like that. They've got a, a nothing Prince of Egypt one coming out. Do you know? See, I've not seen Prince of Egypt. You haven't seen the film? No. Oh my gosh! And Have everyone you keeps the film. No. Wow. no, and everyone keeps wow. on me. But the thing is, I hadn't seen Veggie Tales either. Oh my gosh! And, and everyone's like, I haven't I'm seen like, much oh. of that. Like it was just because. You're a disgrace. You're, you're meant to be a youth pastor. I, yeah, but this is the thing. I'm like, pretty I, sure you, Prince of Egypt is on Netflix. I think it is. Okay, you need to sort that out. Uh, it's animated though, isn't it? Yeah. I do like animated, but like, you know, you just got it. Unless I see, really this want is, to this see it. See, this is the it. thing, though. You can't go in with <sighs> pre, yeah, with expectations. Yeah. Otherwise, you'll be disappointed. But don't worry about if it's animated or not. Just take our word for it that it's a brilliant film. Okay. That you'll film. enjoy it. It's a good film. And you've got to see it. All right. I've so seen Prince of there we Egypt. are. We leave that. That's your homework. Oh, my, you always give me homework. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, it's pretty nice homework we it's give right. you. One was watching the Eurovision, which no, you didn't, didn't even do. I didn't do it. So we're fully really? expecting. I didn't do she it. Didn't do it. No. She didn't watch it. I didn't. After all the palaver <laughs> of the last time with her mother yeah. spoiling it for her, she didn't even watch it this time. Wow. So anyway, you know how much we're here to spoiler on this podcast. Yeah. So we won't talk about anything okay. else in the West Point. I was going to talk about Bake Off, but are you watching that? Right. So me and Anthony were watching the ones on Netflix. Oh, so the I old series. The, yeah. Okay. It's dramatic. Very dramatic. Oof. Very dramatic. I do enjoy it though. Yeah. No, not no. for you. No. What are you watching at the minute? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just do the same thing, you know, just like, oh, I haven't seen The Office in a while. Watch that. Check that one out. Oh, I haven't seen Friends in a while. Watch I can't blame you. <laughs> I don't blame. You. So you're basically just watching the World Cup at the minute, just waiting yeah. for the for the Wales games. Yeah, good man, good man. Okay, well there we I, we went absolutely waffled for the last five minutes. We could probably just cut out at the part where you say Matt's going to sing a solo, and then that's the end. No, we you actually have to <laughs> you do sing have us to the sing solo. A solo. What's your favorite song? We're going to be here a while. What's your favorite song at the moment? Yep. What's your favorite what about, song? What about, just um, asking a question. Oh. What about, oh, you, yeah. Are you actually thinking of songs for me to sing? Because yeah. I'm not going to sing them. Oh. <laughs> Can you rap? No. Maybe that, we'll have to rap. work on this. At some point in the podcast, we'll have to get him to do some form of. I think so. You man. can write us a poem. You can write us a poem. I won't. I mean, you can write it. I'll read it. Yeah. You can just write it, okay? You can write us a psalm, no. make a spiritual. Yeah. Okay. So we'll, we'll, we'll work on that. We'll work on that. Anyway, uh, thank you very much for listening. To any of you who have listened to all 10 episodes, you are an absolute legend. Um, if you've got any like favorite moments or favorite episodes, please uh, message me. So find me on Maze Music Seventeen on Instagram, on Facebook. I mean, I don't really use Twitter, but you can try that. I mean, 
Well, there was that one time that I completely forgot to check it. Do you remember? <laughs> and someone had sent a message yeah. and I felt bad. Um, but yeah, send me a message. Uh, if you're enjoying the podcast, we always love to hear. And if you've got any friends in different countries like Azerbaijan, Azerbaijan. make sure you're you're sharing it. Um, yeah, and if you are enjoying it, share it on social media and stuff so we can get new people to listen to the podcast. But thank you very much for all you loyal listeners. If this is the first episode you've listened to, thank you very much. Make sure you go back, listen to all the rest and subscribe so you can join us for future episodes. And until next time, bye for now. <laughs> <laughs>